0: Are you investing enough on yourself? How much is important personal development for you, for your career, for your future, for your company? Well, I found out through research is that 95% of CEOs, they don't even invest on themselves. Why? Well, there are some evidence-based reasons. So in this episode, I'm gonna tell you four different reasons that in my personal experience, that might prevent leaders and CEOs in particular from investing in themselves. So if that is an area of your interest, stay with me today because probably it's gonna give you some interesting insights for you to consider during this summer. Good morning and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. I was looking at the data, and, and by the way, I'm always fascinated about looking at data in terms of CEOs and organizations, what they do, what they don't, but always supported by data and by insights. I was actually looking at recently what is the average spending of, uh, on personal development that CEOs actually do, CEOs and senior leaders. And uh, interestingly, what I found out is uh, Fortune 500 CEOs as an average, they spend around $25,000 per year on personal development. And that's great. I think is expected. Now, I don't know what's the breakdown of that. It's training, it's coaching, is other things. So uh, that's okay. I think that is a good number. It's not necessarily a big number, but it's a good number, especially nowadays. But of course, the, this, the real question for me was, okay, but what happens to all the other the larger population of CEOs, they're not Fortune 500, but they're leading organizations, maybe smaller organizations. So what, are, what is their investment on themselves? And of course, there are no necessarily figures or data that can support any sort of thesis, but I have a sneaky feeling that they don't even get close to that figures. So if you're curious why, well, here in my opinion, some evidence-based reason why CEOs, they don't necessarily invest as much as they should on themselves. So in this episode, quickly, I'm gonna give you these four areas to consider and see whether potentially you fit into this, or maybe you, are, you have been blindsided about one of these four factors, and maybe you don't see right now any need um, of working on yourself, but most importantly, developing and investing on yourself. So let's go through them. So number one for me is really what I call overconfidence bias. So research, by the way, suggests that CEOs, like many other top executives, can be really, really biased, from a, especially from an overconfidence standpoint. So interestingly, a study published in a strategic management journal uh, years ago found that SEOs overestimate their abilities and underestimate potential risk. And this overconfidence, if you like, can lead to clearly to a perception that personal development is unnecessary, as they might believe that, you know, they have already reached a high level of competence. And if you consider, you know, the connection, a strong connection between status and ego, it's very clear why some CEOs, they could actually have this overconfidence bias. So that's probably is one of the main reasons that uh, um, the lead CEOs are not investing enough time and enough resources on themselves. The second factor to me, which is uh, equally very critical, is this idea of the past success and experience. So CEOs, particularly those that have achieved significant success and have extensive experience, might feel that their past accomplishments are really enough to sustain their current and future performance. So they might rely on their trial records and evidence of their capabilities that downplay, you downplay know, the need for further personal development. And again, evidence-based, a study published in the Journal of Business Venturing found that successful CEOs tend to attribute their success to their own skills and expertise, which can contribute to a reduced inclination for personal development. So once again, that is less about status and ego, at least not directly, It's more about past successes. But of course, past successes normally tend to boost ego too. If you're not able to be balanced, right? In the way how you present yourself. So these two evidence-based reasons are very, very common. So, and again, in my personal experience working with CEOs, I mean, of course, clearly, right? Because I work with CEOs, And so if I work with CEOs, because they are investing in themselves, right? However, I can see, I can spot when some CEOs, they are not interested in this, and I can see why, you know, this happens. So these two reasons are really, in my opinion, are really strong, and really valid, right? And another couple of things that are probably less critical, but they're still important. So one is, you know, is the fixed mindset, right? So some CEOs might believe that their abilities and skills are fixed traits that cannot be significantly at least improved through personal development efforts. So this mindset can lead to a belief that investing time and resources in personal development is unnecessary again, uh, since they perceive their capabilities as fixed. And you definitely know research uh, psychologist Carol Dweck that has shown that individuals with a fixed mindset are less likely to engage in learning and personal growth activities. And her book, you know, she wrote about it. So that's also a very important reason. And finally, it's more tactical, but, but actually if you consider... Now that we go through it, and the number four, I think is actually very strategical. So it's what we call the time allocation bias. So CEOs may allocate their time predominantly to operational and strategic tasks and they consider critical for the organization. So this allocation of time might crowd out opportunities for personal development because it you know can lead to a perception that they don't have the time or need for it. And again, A study published in the Journal of Management Education highlighted that CEOs often prioritize tasks that directly impact organization performance, which can result in reduced emphasis on personal development. In other words, is really working in the weeds, working in the day-to-day firefighting, be very operational, be very tactical, because, you know, we have this idea that, you know, a very down to her CEOs can be more effective because he's in the weeds. Well, I don't believe so. I think CEOs... Any CEO CEO shouldn't be really in the woods, should be actually elevated, stay elevated and see the world or his organization from a different perspective so he can make a better decision. Anyway, so I think that's something for me to, for you also to consider, right? So what is your relationship with personal development? And even if you're not a CEO, as a leader, you know, what, how much do you really invest in personal development or one of these four factors I shared with you that might potentially prevent you from thinking more about how to invest in yourself. Consider, finally, you know, another study conducted by Stanford Graduate School of Business revealed that CEOs who invest in personal development experience significant boosts in their company performance. On average, these CEOs saw a 5% increase in profitability within two years of undertaking any personal development programs. So, my personal view really is this. Lack of investment in personal growth leads always to stagnation in company, complacency and eventually failure. So by average CEOs and average leaders don't want to accept that that until it's too late. So if you really want to design your future, design a better performance for yourself, for your organizations, so then you can really thrive as a CEO, as a senior leader, I want you today to rethink about your investment, how much really you're investing in yourself. And if you do, is it effective? The way you invest in yourself is producing results, because otherwise it's just a hobby. Anyway, food for thoughts, I hope that was useful and insightful, because I think it's, it's very important. So there is a summer, August is approaching, we will be keep podcasting, I don't stop as you know, but I think it's an opportunity for you to reflect a little bit more about you, your career, your future and your growth. So thanks for being with me today once again and of course leave me a message on linkedin if you like what we discussed today or if you have different thoughts and of course please leave a write review it's free but also helps me and all the audience by the way to have uh, more visibility and more presence so we can impact more people